You know what I realized is that we, we didn't mention It's a Wonderful Life last week. <laughs> Unless you guys did. That was on, pur- oh, yeah, was that on purpose. That was on purpose. I don't, yeah, I don't I know. need that on my movie. Well, you know, we, also, we also didn't mention, I, maybe I, unless I'm forgetting, but I don't believe we mentioned A Christmas Story either. We did not, but I think it's, that's just on the out list. With, out with the old and with the new. It's actually not, not a really good movie. Christmas Story? So I did that on purpose. No, yeah. no it's, I mean, it's, yeah. It's just one of those it's classics. Just that th- it's just the same way. I mean, I it was it predates us, even though they still show it's a wonderful life. Still, I think. Yeah. Well, that's just uh, because um, of a loophole, and like it's it's like a free um, free content for whatever reason. And I think by now the statute of limitations is over, but like any network can air it. And that was true. Like I think when it first came out, that and so once TV became super popular, um, that was one of the movies that all the networks can air without any like licensing fees and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why it became super popular because it was a box office bomb. Like it didn't do very well at all. Makes sense. A lot of Christmas movies yeah. don't do that well in the in the box office. Well, yeah, I mean, like Elf. Elf I mean, we talked about it last week, but Elf kind of was not expected to do well, but it did well. True. But that was Will Ferrell at his um, peak, wasn't it? Kind of thing. No, no we were talking that about last week. That was, Will, that was Will Ferrell coming far. right off SNL. Well, well not his first, first film, film was... but like first, like leading movie. Because uh, old school yeah. came out. Old school came out right before then, and and the 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 mar- marketing wise, they were actually really worried about his frat boy image. Right before Elf came out, so that was interesting. Huh. Yeah. I don't. I want. I'm curious. I just watched a documentary. I don't know this information off the top of my head, guys. <laughs> I wonder oh, yeah, how, the, the making um, of, or whatever that that's Christmas. I wonder how Christmas story did find it. I, I'm sure it was another one of those ones that commercially didn't do very well at all. It was kind of just made with the sole intention of becoming like a a um, cult classic Christmas movie. I think that's a lot of Christmas yeah, movies it, hope hope to become that where they're in syndic- they get played every year. Yeah. The well, I mean, I. I don't know if they're still doing it just because L- L- it seems like in our in our lifetimes, although it's a, it's a wonderful life predates us, like Christmas Story became like uh, the, of our lifetime. That was the one that was on constantly. Like, I, I, I believe that TNT and TBS still do the 24 hours of it around, you know, but then Elf just kind of took its place. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, but I, now, feel like now, I feel like we live in a weird time because like I want to say the Santa Claus is always on, too. And I wasn't really too keen on it, but it was just always on. Hmm. And I don't know. I, maybe it was just where I grew up, but I feel like that movie was always on for some reason. And it, and, I, and I remember, like, I'm like, stop forcing this on me. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. The days where you couldn't same, change the um and I've and I've I've never seen it, but I know that uh, Hocus Pocus has become that for Halloween. Like, well, it's an excellent just... film. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, I, that's what I hear. I've never seen it, but it, I didn't realize until much later on just how much of a like it has been the like de facto Halloween. I mean, there are others, obviously, but like that's the one that everybody goes to now for like that's my Halloween movie. I mean, well, I feel like there's not that many. I mean, Ernest scared uh, as far stupid? as Halloween for family. Was that he? Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, yeah that's that... like. Uh, oh, by the way, what what happened to us Ernest. with Nate, Sam, and Hugh? Uh, sorry, we took our time getting into that. The, but continue on. <laughs> Halloween movies. They're probably Sorry. more Halloween. I had to sneak well, ha- it in. Halloween Sam. movies. It's Halloween movies, and now we're just going back in times. Like last week, we did Christmas movies. Like two weeks ago, we did Thanksgiving movies. Now we're just 
rolling the calendar back to Halloween movies. So Halloween do you movies do New are, Year's are tough. Movies? Be- uh, we'll get to New Year's movies. Okay. Um, we got time. Uh, Halloween movies are are tough just because most people watch horror movies on Halloween, which have nothing to do with Halloween. They're just horror movies. Like there are very few Halloween movies about Halloween. Halloween. One of them being John Carpenter's Halloween. But you know, like people watch. <laughs> Freddy and watch Friday the 13th on Halloween, even though those have nothing to do with Halloween. They just like scary movies. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's like, obviously there's a, uh, what do you call it? Nightmare Before Christmas is a good Halloween-ish movie too, I guess. And then um, is, is Sleepy Hollow during yes. Halloween? Well, okay. it, it falls into that. It was a cartoon for right. Disney, Sleepy Hollow, that fell in the Halloween cycle. And therefore yeah. became... But there's not that many family. There's not that many family movies, and so that's the whole point of of Hocus Pocus. Like, the, I'm sure they aired it on Freeform for forever, ABC Family or whatever. Until Disney, um, no. For years and years and years, yeah. and that's why I go be, because there is there really isn't that many like family friendly movies. If you talk about scary movies, like I'm a wuss when it comes to scary movies, so I kind of refuse to watch anything like that. So, like to get into the holiday spirit, at least it's like a lighthearted, fun type movie that you can watch with the family or whatever. I mean, they did hang three women in the opening sequence. So. Yeah, but that's neither here or there. That it's actually based on history and the Salem witch trials, and I'm yeah. I'm okay with explaining that to my kids. Okay. I'd I'd rather just watch The Crucible. Uh, <laughs> that is some family fun right there. <laughs> Woo! Laughs. Is that the wasn't Daniel Day Lewis in that? That was Dan- and yeah, Winona Daniel. Yeah, Daniel Lewis and Winona Ryder. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that came out. We had to read it in 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 high school. We went, um, I think we actually had, we not only read it, we actually went to the theater to watch it as a class. Yeah. Oh, oh as a, as a, you, oh, we had to do Scarlet Letter. You had to do you what? Uh, we had a choice of like going to see the Scarlet Letter. and Oh, Scarlet Letter. That was a good one. Oh God. That was, was, <laughs> uh, yeah, that no, was. No, we, um, uh, we went on a field trip to go watch Schindler's List and we were in eighth grade. We saw Schindler's List. Uh, um, they my, they took our class to see Philadelphia. Okay. Um, oh, progressive. And also, uh, what my my favorite is, they took us to my my history class. We went and saw Last of the Mohicans, which oh. to this day remains one of my favorite movies. My, I thought you were gonna say Titanic. <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't believe we saw Titanic. Oh, my um, class went to go see Ham Hamlet, the Kenneth Branagh version, nice. which was Ethan Hawke or no, no, uh, no. No, no, the other one. The other one. Oh, the I good saw, one. I saw, uh, the very good one. It's you know, although, four hours. Okay, I know, I know. It had an intermission in it. Like so, we're like, oh wait, we got to go back in for the se- second act. No, it's yeah, such a, it's I, such a good, um, it's such a good movie. I enjoyed it. I mean, the Ethan Hawke one was great too because it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. But I love Kenneth Branagh and I, Hamlet's like I read Hamlet once a year. Like I love Hamlet so much. I went and saw that Hamlet, the Kenneth Branagh one, on a snow day. So I went on my own volition with 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 my mom. She wanted to see it, and we just went on a, like a Tuesday snow day. And yeah, it's like six hours long. The only way she made it through it is she dr- she brought two cans of Surge. Do you remember Surge? I do remember Surge. The soda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She, she didn't she hated soda. She never drank soda, but she, for some reason she didn't mind the taste of Surge, and it absolutely kept her up. Was it was it like Mountain Dew, if I remember correctly? Oh, it was like Mountain Dew on 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 steroids. I believe it was made by Mount. I think Mountain Dew made it. I think well, Mountain did. Dew um, is like pretty strong already. It's like already, it has a yeah. lot it's of like a caffeine. step below Jolt Cola. 
Blast. <laughs> uh, or or Jolt. And do you remember Nitro Cola? Oh, God. Those were... Uh... I don't, yeah. actually. I, I, I don't think oh. I've ever heard of Nitro. They were they were a novelty novelty colas that just thought, hey, we're gonna. I don't think they had extra caffeine. I think they just had extra sugar, <laughs> tons of sugar. Uh, when I think of nitro, I think of um, Zach Morris's ultra Australian ego on the radio show. Had <laughs> ah, some nitro. Yes. I can't. That was an awful accent. I can't do Australian. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did um, Texan there. I think so. Yeah, do, no, it's bad. I, I, it's I okay. I'm, I'm not one for accents myself. Turns out I just sound Canadian. So, Surge, in fact, was made by Coca-Cola in direct competition to Pepsi's Mountain Pepsi. Yeah, Mountain yeah. Pepsi's had, Mountain Dew. I had a feeling that it was a competitor because they're very, very similar, and their marketing campaign was similar too. Um, yeah, the uh, Surge was widely associated with the extreme sports lifestyle, with television commercials similar similar to those used by Mountain Dew at the time. Whatever sponsors like the X Games or some shit like that. Oh, oh, it had yeah, to be the Gravity yeah. Games. It had to be the spinoff of the X Games. I just remember, like, whenever yeah. I hear Extreme, I just think Harold and Kumar with the the douchey neighbors who are like Extreme, <laughs> Extreme kayaking in 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 the the what the liquor store. So, oh god, that's awesome weird stuff um so is, sam with you bringing up uh just a, a little segue with you bringing up saved by the bell i um just so nobody else has to i watched uh a recipe for seduction yesterday oh it's a mini the movie KFC, right? the kfc mini movie starring uh one mario lopez what as harlan sanders it, what qualifies it as a mini movie is it only like an hour it's 15 minutes oh that's that's not it's very 15 long minutes and it's I don't know what to make of it because I was hoping that they were just going to go like all in, make it so over the top that it's it's like so bad it's good, like a lot of Lifetime movies are. But they never really crossed that that boundary where it was it's just bad. And it really the tie ins the ties into KFC were just bizarre. Like he played Harlan Sanders. Never he was never called the Colonel. He played Harlan Sanders. He had a notebook that had a, a note card that said his secret recipe, and he was going to use it to change the world. But he never got around to doing that. And there was a scene at the beginning where they were eating chicken because he was hired by a very wealthy family to cook their – to be their chef, and he cooked them chicken. Otherwise, it had nothing to do with KFC. It was just very bizarre. Well, I mean, it's sponsored by KFC, so I don't think that they really needed to. But I think a lot of that might have to do with licensing issues because Colonel Sanders might be actually – like a trademarked thing. Sure it is. Well, yeah. Like his name. Like, you know, there's a lot of legal stuff that is involved. It's it's all the stuff that I have to deal with whenever there's like some sort of sponsorship or whatever uh, in advertising. Like there, there's so many lawyers involved. It's kind of ridiculous actually. So for them to actually make a movie or even, I, I'm sure they couldn't do a long movie because first of all, <laughs> who'd write it? And second of all, like they probably just couldn't. I'd write it if they paid me some money. <laughs> Well, I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, but was... I think legally. I mean, there's probably a lot of legal issues around, like his, like using his likeness and all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, well, it was interesting. The people kind of, kind of caught their eyes that all the, um, all the advertising for this made a point to say, uh, like call it a a Kentucky Fried Chicken production. And a lot of people, it caught their eye that KFC has not gone by Kentucky Fried Chicken in many years. They're KFC. They just they cut out Kentucky Fried Chicken, so it's entirely possible those are two completely different trademarks. I wonder if they brought it back. I want to say that they might have um, kind of went backwards and, and 
is Kentucky Fried Chicken now? Possibly, I don't. I don't know. I, I, it's been it's been a very long time since I've had. Well, it. they're owned by Yum Brands, so you know they're like so. Yum Brand owns Taco Bell, KFC, um, Pizza Hut, so that's why you always see them like combined. And the best, in my opinion, is Taco Bell KFC. The one there's one on Lincoln in 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 like the Marina Del Rey Those, area. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah, the. Um, my favorite, the one that I would always go to. Well, yeah, the those combos, the the Long John Silvers that I would go to way out in um, way out on Van Nuys. Like it's not in Van Nuys, it's on Van Nuys, but out where Van Nuys and Laurel Canyon hit each other again. So it's like t- twenty miles north of the city. Um, that is a Long John Silvers slash um, KFC, which is nice. That's the only long Sam, yeah. that's why I would drive forty-five minutes to go to Long John Silver's because that was the only one. What do you get there? The hush uh, puppies? Like what's your favorite thing? I strange strangely enough, the, my favorite thing, Long John Silver's, is their chicken, not the fish. So you would planks. go there and there's a KFC there and you don't get the chicken from KFC, you get the chicken from Long John Silver's. No, what I what I would do is I'd get the chicken planks from Long John Silver's and then get my sides from the KFC side. Yeah. Then there's a um, it's I, I know it from the few times I've driven cross country. I think it's in it's in Kansas or Nebraska. I can't recall. I remember driving past it. It's a Taco Bell KFC Long John Silver's, which is like, oh, my God, this is incredible. That's a rare. This is heaven. I, this that is, is heaven. rare. The fact that you love Long John Silver's as much as you do, and I find it to be the most disturbing fast food chain possible. <laughs> Why? Because it's seafood? Yes simple enough and the fact that uh, there are no oceans near most of those long john silvers well it's all frozen let's be I, honest i know but it's still just it's like one of those things where um it, it took me a while to get over like the fish taco because it kind of like i was like wait a second that that you know it was just weird to me initially really fish it tacos was. are amazing well it's yeah a- they are but i mean it like, took me a while to get there well, like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like fish tacos in California? Yeah. Are we talking about like in landlocked states? In la- anything landlocked with seafood disturbs me. I wouldn't exactly be well, like, okay. oh, I'm in, I'm somewhere in the middle of the country, being like, I want clam chowder. I, I don't trust it. Fair, fair. Though they do have these things called planes and uh, trains do. and such, but they, they can get pretty, pretty fresh meat to the Midwest. Um, Chicago's on a giant ass lake. Yeah, but so, do you want you know, sushi they get, they... from Chicago? Uh, from Chicago, yes. Would I get su- absolutely Chicago is awesome sushi. Would I get sushi from like Des Moines? No offense to Iowa, I don't know. Um, my, would I get sushi doctor, in Kansas? No. When I was pregnant, my doctor is like, you can eat sushi, but you know, stay away from the the fish that are high in mercury, because we live in LA. They're like, don't eat sushi from like South Dakota, <laughs> but and they're like, don't eat it from like a gas station. Well, yeah. in LA I think that's I, but, um, I think that's sound advice high end high end like I went to sugar fish once a month when I was pregnant that's fine. and I did it on purpose because yeah. I like tried to I tried to like you know obviously watch my intake but it's one of those things where you can still go to a sushi restaurant and get like cooked things so it's not a big deal people used to look at me because I was like super pregnant towards the end and I'm like fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> there's no judgment and and it's like if I'm walking into like a nobu or like a mat uh, Matsuhisa or something like it's, that. That's like the highest quality fish. Like they fly the fish in from Japan. Like it doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter. Like what do people in Japan eat anyway? Women in Japan eat sushi. It's fine. So 
I don't, That's I know true. a lot of people ha have very strong feelings about that. Um, so I get it, but it's, it's your own choice. I mean, people used to drink and smoke when they were pregnant, so whatever. That's all. It's, it's a good point. It's a good point. Is it? And we turned out okay, right? Did we? <laughs> Most, mostly. Our parents, our parents yeah. <laughs> drank and smoked, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. We're kind of falling apart, but yeah, I mean, we're fine. We're surviving, I guess. Um, you know? Hugh, I saw the bad news. I wanted to check on you, see if you're okay. The bad uh, Pornhub news. Are you okay? I, I think I'm surviving, yes. Okay. I just want to make sure. Oh. I was like, as soon as I read that headline, I'm like, oh, Hugh's going to take did this they, hard. Did they shut down they, or something? No, they just did a massive no, cleanse porn, of their, their content. Cleanse. They, they, got, they got rid of 80% of the content on Pornhub. Uh, was because it they, illegal? They, Technically, yes. That, that was the problem. That was the problem. They they got they they basically dumped all content that was un, from unfair unverified um, users or producers. Because yeah, because there's a lot of that shit ended up being like revenge porn and stuff that wasn't legal, and they didn't do a very good job of uh, monitoring things. So I think I saw that they ended up cutting like ten million videos, something like that, and yeah. only keeping twenty uh, percent of what they had before. But uh, you know that's 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 rough news for the Pornhub crowd. So uh, I think I think there's still plenty of content on the Pornhub. Yeah, they still. I think they. I saw that they like cut 10 million some odd video, or maybe 20 million videos, but they still have like three million videos. Yeah. I think they'll be fine. They they have a lot of content. It's fine. Yeah, I think. I think <laughs> not they're doing not yeah. worried. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not concerned for the porn industry. Well, I mean, as long which, as um, as long as there's browsers, right, or whatever those guys are. Yeah, they're still around. They're still doing their thing. Well, I mean, they're yeah. they're the ones who own Pornhub. Oh, really? I have no yeah. idea. Brazzers. Yeah. Was Brad? Was it Brazzers? The one? No, no, no. It was. Uh, who was? What was the the one that wanted to buy the American buy naming rights to the arena in Miami? Bang ba uh, Bang Bros. Bang Bros. Bang Bros. Yeah, that was like Sam. Were you part of that? I don't remember how long ago we talked about this on the pod, but yeah, the. Um, uh, American Airlines currently owns the naming rights to the American Airlines Arena in Miami, where the Heat play. And um, I guess the naming rights were up, and Bang Bros came in and wanted to pay like $20 million to have it named the Bang Bros Arena, which you were considering for very long, but it would have been hysterical. I don't know. I mean, there has to be some sort of like clause, like like a morality clause type thing I'm for, sure, yeah, for sponsorships. I, Oh, absolutely. I would imagine so. Because so, I don't yeah. see that that would fly yeah. anywhere from any city. It doesn't matter how progressive the city is. I mean, it's Miami. Um, so. but, but yeah, Miami Miami, if, if Miami and Vegas might be the two places where they might get away with it. Like the Raiders play at Bang Bros Stadium? I mean, that'd be perfect <laughs> they play Brazzers. Brazzers. They play Brazzers Field. Brazzers That's good. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I've been... It's so random, but... Um, have you guys? Do you guys follow Foo Fighters at all? Like Dave Grohl's been doing like a video every day for Hanukkah, and he just covers songs with one of his producer friends, and it's amazing. And he did a a Peaches song, mm. oh, like wow. the one that you're thinking, the one that you're thinking of, and it's so good. Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain. Fuck the pain yeah. away. Yeah, and and, oh. and it's, you should you should listen to it. Just follow them. They have well, how many nights has it been? Like five, six nights now of Hanukkah. And they did like Bob uh, Dylan. Yeah, like um, yesterday they they covered Elastica, which is you know an awesome band oh, from the nineties. Re re ready to go. Connection. Listen, yeah. Oh, I remember. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Connection is a great song, and uh, and, yeah. and other songs. He did Drake. He did he did Hotline Bling. He's just for funsies. 
I, I've, I've enjoyed what he's been doing during pandemic. I like the back and forth he was doing with that, that little girl drummer. I know. That was she's really, so cute. That was really I love cool. her. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's a, like, he, she's been doing well because she plays guitar too. Like Tom Morello gave her a guitar and like she has all these sponsorships and stuff. It's kind of amazing. She's super talented. There's so many, like I, yeah. I would always fall down these like YouTube rabbit holes with like, talented like children musicians and things it's crazy hell that's how bieber got discovered this you know she I mean, this the next a lot th- of people were discovered right yep. that way like sean mendes yeah nate yeah. I, have, I have some disappointing news for you now oh uh, what oh uh, it turns out hillary duff announces that the lizzie mcguire reboot will not be happening or will not be moving forward on disney plus god damn it just I, is it because like all, right, all of her schoolmates realize that that she's really bad at at, at in person at like switching between the two roles? I just never understood that's ha- that. Sam, Sam, that's Hannah Montana. That's Hannah Montana. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't watch Lizzie either Ma- of those. Here's what happened. Okay, either. I'm gonna need a moment to compose myself just yes, because sir. this is terrible news. But I know exactly what happened. What happened was is that um, Hillary Duff and the uh, original showrunner they wanted to do a more adult version. Like a darker, dark, like same Sabrina, same characters, but witch kind of thing. Yeah, and and did and Disney was like uncomfortable with it. Disney's like, no, we'd reboot it. But I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm quite certain that neither of you have really ever watched the Lizzie McGuire show. Um, but it is like super Disney of lighthearted. Half of it's animated, like animated. Um, and yeah, Hillary Duff wanted to do like a darker, more adult version. And maybe, I mean, maybe they could take it somewhere else. But if, yeah, Disney, it just sounds like Disney was like, yeah, we don't want to do that. But still, disappointing. Lizzie McGuire movie, all time great. Not ashamed to say that. Yeah, I figured as much. That's why I would bring the news to you this way. But thank you. Thank you for bringing it down. Yeah. I do. I do love Younger, though. So I do like Hillary Duff a lot um that show is, yeah. is surprisingly good i thought it was like cheesy when i first heard about the the premise and everything and i worked for tv land at the time too uh, or maybe maybe it was right after i left but um i really got into it it's a good show <laughs> <laughs> and um what's her name yeah. the main character the main character is like a broadway trained actress too yeah um she has oh what's her name she has an awesome name yeah she's an incredible um performer on broadway um and she has a very unique name it escapes me because my memory has been so bad during COVID. Um, but she was in, was she in Thoroughly Modern Millie? I forgot what she won a Tony for. Um, but I love how she's like trying to play like she's a 20 year old and you're like, she's kind of old. I mean, maybe she could pass as early thirties, but I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> but you know, it works, whatever. <laughs> she dressed kind of young and tried to play, uh, play along Sutton, with it. Su- Sutton Foster. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I mean, she's, a lot of the men fantastic. are really hot in it. Yes, you and you're absolutely right. She won a Tony for playing uh, Millie Dillmount in Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yeah, I miss Broadway already. I mean, it's only been less than a year. It's not like I even went that often. Just live theater in general. I miss. Um, wanted to go see Hamilton for forever, you know, and that was going to happen, and then now it's not. So, I mean. I have a friend that has bought tickets like several times for it and it keeps getting canceled or postponed. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother until they actually announce. Yeah. I mean, Broadway did a, just did a super conservative. They weren't going to do the, okay, we're going to, we're going to open on this date. And then the the date will keep getting pushed back. They just flat out said, 
Okay, we're not having anything until at least summer of 2021, probably till later. Yeah, they don't want to get people's hopes up. Yeah, and that's fine. I think kind of having a – that's about when things should be – I was uh, having a conversation the other day, and I was like, I think summertime 2021 is going to be where it's like, okay. Well, um, Fauci just announced that herd immunity is probably going to happen in late spring, early summer, so – and that's Fauci. Well, the problem, the problem though, is that you, in order to do the herd immunity, sixty to seventy percent have to get the vaccination, and based on like polls, they don't know if that many pe- enough people will get the vaccination because people are stupid. Okay, here's like, the, should we is it hands up of like who would get the vaccination? Yeah, get it right now. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Okay. So all three. I just told just you I like... eat Long John Silver's. I, I just told you I Long John Silver's chicken planks. You think I'm afraid of what a vaccine I'm putting in my body? <laughs> uh, I drank Surge. Touche. I drank Surge. I used to pass a bottle of Boone's Farm around. Like, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, I'm you're fine. right. I, I, you know, it's just funny to me. It's just there like, is... I know we're not on the top of the priority list because we're of our age group. Even though we're, like, oddly old for, like, necessary that we get the vaccine, but... It's it's weird. There's a um I, I meant to actually do a little research on it. A cousin was telling me about it. There is a some way online that you can check. It's not it's it's not obviously terribly accurate, but it gives you a rough estimate of where you would be on the, the in terms of the national waiting list. Because she she was entering information for her family and she she just thought it'd be fun to enter it for my mom and dad who were you know, I mean my mom's in the high, one of the highest tiers. Right her age and the fact immunocompromised diabetic you know like she yeah. checks off several boxes and even she was somewhere in the 400 to 500,000 like on on a waiting list she'd be like 500,000 people down well that's still um, that's higher than the, the hundreds of millions that we'd be in yeah absolutely i you know but to answer your question i you know i put enough things in my body over the years that this vaccine is nothing <laughs> same here same. And it's not, you know, I, I, the the one that's that I and I totally understand is I've just been reading a lot lately, and I, I know that they're, I mean, they're obviously making a point of it. Is it's, you know, um, the African American community is the 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 percentage of people in the African American community that say that they will take it and that they trust it is extremely low. It's in the teens. I wonder why. Yeah, the there's some history there. A yeah. lot of history there. Yeah, giving away if, syphilis. You want to. Oh wait, sorry, flu shot. Yeah, if you want, if you, if you want to, um, you know, having a, you know, brighten up your afternoon and read, say, do some light reading. I Google the Tuskegee experiments. Yeah. Um. Don't don't do that. No. Don't do that. Won't bring. It. But you can tell. But you can tell that I mean they they've this rollout. They've been trying to to assuage the the fears of the community, like the fact that the very first woman that was um vaccinated in the u.s uh, two days ago she was a black icu nurse and she was admitted administered the shot by a black doctor right and and fauci has mentioned over and over again that one of the women most responsible for the vaccine was a black woman uh, on the science side is a black scientist yeah, yeah so they're trying but and maybe she, it'll work oh, maybe she it a won't. doctor she's what a do- that was playing into the whole doctor thing not being a doctor doctor oh the oh the, the jill biden thing i was gonna make a transition there but Oh, Joke that guy, list. that guy, uh, that guy stepped into it. And, uh, I don't think he cares cause he knew what he was doing, but, uh, I didn't see any positive replies to that. Although 
No, there were people uh, that, God, that I don't even know what to say about him. Especially when he referred to her as kiddo. He called, you know, he, he's like, M- M- what do I call you? Mrs. Biden, Jill, kiddo? What do you want to be called? And it's like, oh, God, come on. Yeah. I just thought- it's, uh, I've, it's, in my experience, and maybe it's the, the doctors that I know, like the PhD doctors, right. generally are in academia. So in that setting, in that setting, absolutely you refer to them by doc. Like I, how many, how many professors did you have in college that were doctors and you called them doctor? Plenty. Like that's not, right, you just referred to them as never, professor, but I don't know. Like, you know, um, I had a high school yeah, teacher. I, that's I, true I called Dr. Klein. I don't think my, I don't believe if I were, yeah, no, I did. I had a couple of, um, uh, of teachers in high school who, who had PhDs that there were doc. We called them doctor. Yeah. My principal, principal at my uh, middle school was a doctor. We called her doctor. I mean, um, I, I have two, two family members just, that are PhDs. So, I mean, it, it's this, 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 and I love that this jackass, it's something at Epstein, which is kind of perfect. It's, it's a hell of a name to have this, this year. Yeah, that's a, that's um, a winning name right now. He, um, it, the, the, the people thought was really funny is that he has an honorary doctorate, so he didn't even earn his, um, not, not that he goes by doctor. Like I, I, I would have issues with you if you had an honorary doctorate and you went by doctor. Um, I, 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 I would respect it in a weird way just because I'd be like, I, I would refer to my dad as a faux doctor. Because, you know, he's a doctor. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, this is, this yeah, is, he has a PhD. all based on something that the language people decided a long time ago. Yeah. Like, we're too lazy. Like, obviously, a doctorate means something. And, yes, being a doctor means something. But a lot of it has root words and a lot of different things. And it's not our fault that they decided to do that. But also, people are just dumb. And I just think that they should get over the fact that, like, Doctors are doctors. You could you could get a doctorate and be a doctor, or you could be a doctor and practice medicine. Yeah. Or you could be a DO and be well, a doctor. Like you're not an MD. MD does not equal doctor. Like there's all these different types of can, doctors. Or you can be a founding member of NWA and be a doctor. I don't even exactly. know what his, I don't even know what his specialty is. Or but I call him doctor. Or you can make soda and be a doctor. You know. That's true. Or a, that is true. Like space, ta- space well, this, traveling time lord. To that too. Yeah. That too. Um, but, but that's but that's the thing. It's just like, why are people so obsessed with titles anyway? Like it well, doesn't this, even matter. I could be could declared myself as a doctor and nobody would care or notice. This guy's attack was was multi leveled. Well, uh, well, first off, he was clearly attacking her just being as a woman. Like he like he had he he does not have a great deal of respect for women because even in his in his his analogy where he's. He said, I, I'm paraphrasing, I wish I could remember the exact wording, but he said something along the lines of, um, I was taught as a kid that you're not a doctor until you deliver, a, a man's not a doctor until he delivers a baby, which is absurd on multiple levels. But he also used, he kept saying he, he, he kept using the term he, so in his, in his mind, he already doesn't think women can be doctors. Then he but also, a, like, why did they even print that op-ed? I get it's an op-ed, but like, who chose that? Because it's like, did they just want the clicks? Yeah, and and the controversy. Well, it's the, it's Wall Street the, Journal. The, it was the, it was New York Times, right? Not, no, Wall Street. Not Wall Street Journal. If that was Wall Street Journal. It was Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Okay. Well, Wall Street Journal's op-eds is a is a dumpster fire of of horribleness. And this Times, this but, uh, this same author, this Epstein author, he they they were pulling up some of his past uh, hits, and he wrote back in, um, I believe it was in two thousand eight, he wrote about how the air the time the time of people being worthy of being elected president is over because of Obama and Hillary. 
They said basically, as because because Obama was elected, he wrote this op-ed saying, "Now is the time of the affirmative action president." So this guy's a piece of shit, and he has been for a very but, long time. But why give him like a platform? And also, like, I mean, it's a paywall. Like Wall Street Journal's a paywall, so it's like, who are they trying to target? I, I don't know. For me, it's like I read the I read the title, and I'm like, this is bullshit. Next one. I don't have the time to read things in general, and that was just like useless because it's like. Why even bother? Like, why? Because like, we don't even have second... to discuss it because he's like everybody knows, at least my friends anyway, that he just has nothing to stand on. I think it's just silly. That's all. Well, his 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 second premise was not even just that. Well, first off, the men, the, the her being a woman, but he was his his other premise was that um, not even just PhDs. He has he has respect for PhDs. He doesn't have respect for PhDs that are in the humanities. Because Dr. Jill Biden's her PhD is in education, like he he seems to respect PhDs in the science fields. He just doesn't respect social sciences or humanities. So what what type of doctor is he again? I'm sorry, I missed that. He, he, he's an honorary. He's an honorary doctorate from somewhere. Oh, then did did he sign it, Doctor whatever his name is, Epstein? Uh, Doctor Epstein. Um, I don't think so. I didn't give it. I don't even give him a second. Honestly. Yeah. To be honest, like I just for me, um, I like saw it and I'm like, uh, next article because I just don't, I don't have time to waste on all this BS. Yeah. I don't know. I think people just, just need to get over it. They just need to get over the fact that like they won first of all, and who cares? Because usually the first lady or whatever, um, like they don't really have that many as far as career. Like I, I know that there's a lot of women that did like in the past first ladies. I know that Hillary Clinton, you know, was a lawyer. Michelle Obama was, but to be honest, like it was all a figurehead anyway. They were just like, "Oh, you're supposed to, you know, make the White House look pretty, whatever." And then do choose, the choose a choose a project that you want to work on for those four years, like be best, you know. Yeah. Or or build a build a new tennis court pavilion in the middle of a pandemic, as a or or create dystopian Christmas uh, decorations all over the the White House. That's always fun. Yeah. Oh, it's just let's not forget destroying the Rose Garden. What didn't she destroy the Rose Garden? Um, Oh, that was this oh, year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to, but I was like, was that to build a tennis court? But no, that was different. No, she uh, uh, she yeah. decided to redesign it to her own liking. Yeah, and it had a very the, her her redesigned version had a very Eastern European um, communist aesthetic. Yeah, like very like a lot of stone and a lot of um, angles. Like you know, when you describe when you think Eastern Bloc buildings from like the '60s. That's kind of the the architecture she was going for, which, to be fair, that's what she grew up in. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm assuming Jill will probably Doctor Biden will probably put it back to normal. I'm guessing. Um, and then the the, the one the, the other one that it kept coming up is that um, Doctor Phil has no business calling himself a doctor. He has a he has a PhD in psychology. Not he's not a he's not an MD. He's not a psychiatrist. He has a PhD in psychology, which normally I would say yes, you you have earned that right to call yourself doctor. Except that he had all his licenses revoked for yeah. for for several lawsuits of fraud and and other huh? things that are untowards. So he is not a doctor in any sense of the word, and he gets to call himself doctor. Yeah, how did that happen? Is it because he's he was one of Oprah's guys. As, as beloved as she is, deservedly so, she's brought a lot of evil onto the world. She's, she brought us Dr. Phil. She right. brought us Dr. Oz. Yeah. 
who doc, Dr. Oz is a medical doctor, though I believe he also had his license yanked, but he still is a, again, both these men can call themselves doctors. They earn their degrees. They're just not practicing in any way and they're not allowed to practice in any way. Right. It's just uh, weird. I don't know about, I don't know about Dr. Pepper's qualifieds. I'm not familiar. Um, I assume. Yeah, I think, I I think he's still good. I think he's still good. Okay. Dr. Still. Dre, Dr. Dre is like legit, so that's cool. <laughs> that's true. Is so he, he might though, lose his doctor he? title in that in that divorce. No. She might get to walk away with him. Has anything been settled on that thing? Uh, I I don't think she's getting the money that she demanded. No. Well, she's she's certainly trying her best. Yeah. Nicole Young, she's a. Uh, isn't she, she a lawyer? Patron saint. Of, Wasn't she a lawyer? She is a lawyer. Yeah. She was a lawyer. She is the pay, yeah. She is um, trying every every legal avenue she possibly can, but it doesn't seem like any of them are going anywhere since the um, the prenup seems pretty ironclad. Oh, so, sure. Like he they they married yeah. after he was fa- like he had already made his. He was nut. he was already like they've been married a long time. Like she, yeah. he has made a considerable amount of his fortune because. For fortune in the time they were married, right. but so without a prenup, she would absolutely be, you know, up. She would be getting up up thirds of like 300, 400 million. Right. But the prenup seems to be pretty ironclad. Um, but yeah, but he was a name, a, a you know, the Dr. Dre name and on all his like royalties and things up until that point would have never been part of it anyway. Um, but yeah. Oh, speaking of divorce, did you see what uh, uh, Bezos's ex has been doing? Mackenzie, yeah. yeah, she's been she's been she's been on it. She's already given away. Um, already this year, she's given away one point seven five billion to various organizations, and now she just vowed uh, to give away another four point two billion yeah. to, I believe, like that's to be spread out over like three hundred ninety some odd charities, something like that. She she made a point of saying of vowing and uh, that she plans to give away everything. Um, you know, it's yeah, that same. Yeah, part of the giving pledge, right? She like. Was yeah, yeah, the giving pledge. Yeah. yeah, which you don't need that much money, know, guys. Come on. Yeah. Uh, How much did she win out of the no. divorce? Oh. She got her. Well, her, her upfront settlement was like no, it was like thirty. Um, thirty billion. But she, yeah, but because it wasn't half, that was the whole thing. Because at that point, uh, Bezos was worth like one hundred and twenty-five at that point, and so it, she and they had no prenup, so she could have walked away with sixty. But she ended up walking away with like I think between thirty and thirty-five. But she got to keep a shit ton of um, Amazon stock, so she still, you know, that that number's increasing. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's she got thirty-eight billion in the divorce home settlement. Okay, okay. So so yeah, I mean, but good for her. I don't, Be- I don't see mean, Bezos giving away that that much. No. Bezos is give. Or, or frankly, all he could do is you know pay the employees. That would go a long way towards goodwill for him. He could still pay his like, uh, each employee a hundred thousand dollars and still be fine. Like it, that's the thing. Yeah. Every single one of them. You know. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah, yep. That's that's capitalism. That's what we live in. Oligarchy and it's uh, true. The rich get richer, and that's been proven. And no one can not say that that that's not happening. But yo. Know, this is uh, America. Well, well we've, we've, this, is, we, this has been a downer of an episode. You know, you know what? Let's bring it back. You want to talk about how Tom Cruise is being I, crazy again? Thank you, Dave, for reading my mind on that one. Like, 
every every so often we 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 are lulled into a, a slumber and, and just forget how crazy Tom Cruise is, and I, then he just boom out of nowhere. I don't think that's crazy. Remar- I, I, I thought it was I don't, think, I don't think we forget. We've talked about him and about how I don't watch his movies. Yeah. Like, well, no, his no, a few, and I, I think this is probably what you're saying. And for anybody who has not seen it, but at this point, I don't know, Sam, if you've seen it. But yes, he was on caught on uh, audio on the set. Nobody knows for sure when the audio was taken because that he they've been in production for months. Yeah. Um, and it was him basically flipping out on a uh, crew, two crew members who were standing, who were breaking protocol. Um, I, I, what I read is that they were. I don't, I don't know if they were not wearing masks, but I did read that they were too close to each other. Right. And and Tom Cruise went on just this epic f bomb brant. Um. Where and and where and, and I will preface this by saying I agree with everything he was saying. Yes, it just the way he said it is what's that. That's the story. Is like it, the way he he went on his rant makes it seem like it's another uh, Christian Bale losing it on the the lighting guy on this on Terminator Salvation when it's not. He basically he was he was saying, and with good reason. He's he he said like, you guys, we we cannot be breaking protocols. We are the uh, we're the you know the, the gold standard for this we got we can't if if we get shut down like hundreds of people are going to lose their jobs their livelihood we can't we can't be fucking around we so any anybody that that breaks protocol is going to get fired um and it all made perfect sense it was just kind of the tone of his his rant was made it people think that he was kind of losing it but what made it and it especially um newsworthy was it it depends on when the rant was because like this movie this this, uh um, um, mission impossible 7 was one of the first movies to go back into production back in the spring and the only reason they were able to do it is because he basically had to work with foreign countries to try to get somebody to let him film in one of their countries and he ended up doing these back channel negotiations with norway so that the movie was shot in norway so if this if this rant of his was actually filmed back then, then he definitely would have been even more on a uh, on a high wire of yeah. being like, guys, guys, it took so much for us to get this done. We can't fuck it up now. Like so, I mean, but if the speech were, it's the 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 speech means the same thing today. But because so many productions are back, that's why people are saying, I we think this video was taken, this this audio was taken back in the spring when he li- they literally were the only movie in production. And it was and that not makes just it, any that, movie. I mean, that's that's a budgetary of like three hundred million dollars going in. So yeah, but but it's just and it's and it's the same Christian Bale. It's the same thing. Although Christian Bale's rant was uh, a little off, a little over the top. Um, but you know th- these are guys who have um, histories of uh, of of saying and doing crazy things. So like you know if this were if this were a one off where you saw say I don't know Clooney doing it and you'd never heard really anything about Clooney acting in that any sort of odd way in interviews or anything you might be like oh he just he just really means what he's saying. But when Tom Cruise does it, you think everybody goes back to him jumping on the couch or him doing that interview with Matt Lauer or, or any clip of him. If you watch um, going clear, the documentary where everything he says is the the ramblings of a crazy person. It's funny. I kind of perceived it the completely opposite way. Like in the sense that I was fine with everything that he said and how he said it. And because the, just 
being on a film set in general is like the lack of professionalism that is occurs on set, especially on a film set is amazing to people that don't like people who are in, like, whether they're a crew, whether they're a producer, whether whoever they are, there are some times that you need to go in a certain direction to get the attention of that person. If they're willing to do whatever the hell they want to do, you know, someone has to like, and it's Tom Cruise. Like that's his movie. He does whatever the hell he wants. He's proven yeah. that. And sure. to yell at him that way, I I just I went down the the rabbit hole of reading people's comments from someone who is an actor friend who posted it, and just he was happy. He's like, imagine if the president had talked like this when this all kicked off, and took control of the situation. And yeah. I just yeah, me, probably it probably would have helped. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I just imagine. I'm just saying like it didn't affect me. I'm just like. I'm on the side of like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with how he talked to people on that one. And I was fine with Christian Bale and how he talked to the, you know, went off on his situation. Cause uh, after talking to, you know, someone who had worked with him before, he's like that it's out of context. Cause you don't know the situation that mm-hmm. the, all we have is an audio clip. We don't know. We don't see, we can only been told what happened and to, you know, like I guarantee you those people were told to stop doing what they're doing several times before he was like, this is, we're trying to follow this because it's in that yeah. situation. They just didn't listen. And they're like, ah, oh, what's the big deal? I'm sure. So I don't know. I, like to me, I'm just like, eh, have at it, Tom. You know, he's earned that right. I mean, Sam's not going to watch the movie anyways, either way. So it's <laughs> certainly yeah, has. true. Uh, I just, uh, to me, I was like, okay, I can start watching some other movies of his that I've kind of pushed to the back of the, the queue that I used to not watch. Uh, like what? Uh, I could watch Cocktail again. You you'd stopped watching. I stopped cocktail? watching cocktail. I could only watch like Last Samurai and uh, Night and Day and the Mission Impossible movies outside of Mission Impossible Two. No one should. Did you like Jerry Maguire? Yeah. Uh, eh. I'm indifferent with Jerry Maguire. I I don't like the rom coms with Tom Cruise. Let's put it like that. Well, he didn't really do that many. Really? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, he only does movies where he's like awesome and he kicks ass. Those are uh, the movies uh, that he does now. Few Good Men. Doesn't kick any ass oh, in that movie. That, well, I mean, that's that's an ensemble. I oh, mean, I, he, I think it's he, great. He it's kicks great, figurative but... ass. Well, not not literally. Yeah, he kicks figurative ass in that movie for okay. sure. I mean, um, the Fermi doesn't. I'm, really now kick I'm trying ass. to think of. I just like the that fact that he can't like run on best. screen with anyone. It's... What? He won't run on screen with anyone. He has to be shot separately that's running. Funny. Well, he's short. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, I think I use a few good men a lot when we do the six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. Um, it's a good film for that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Another movie um, came on through my queue: Wild Things. Forgot Kevin Bacon was in that too. Oh yes. All right. <laughs> How do you forget Kevin Bacon's in that one? I've never seen it. I'm sorry. How, what? That was the. Uh... It's a stupid. It's a. It's a stupid movie. It's not a stupid movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's Wasn't got a great that? Uh, yeah. Didn't it... There was the the very brief uh, Kevin Bacon frontal nudity. Yes, we had the, the in the, the shower scene. You, you got you got to see a little bit more bacon than you wanted to. No, you saw plenty of bacon. You saw plenty of bacon. Yeah, that movie. You know what? I the, I don't know if that movie. I have not seen it in some time, but at the time, it was seemed very risque. It was like very the risque. Whole at the, three, time. The, the whole threesome, you know, with what was it? Um, Denise Richards. Denise, and Re- Denise Richards, Neb Campbell, and and Matt Dillon. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it would feel as risque now as it did in 1996 seven or, or seven, eight. whenever it came out. I think it was 97. Um, no, it's just boobies. Everyone loves boobies. 
Uh, I don't even. There actually wasn't really nudity in it. I mean, there was. Denise Richards. I, There's boobies. Was there? Yeah. I don't remember either actress being nude in it. Denise I, I, This is how long I said. There's about the whole threesome. This is how long I on the boobies. In the threesome scene. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> and there, I know that there's no. nudity in it. Everybody talks about it. Um, there, do, you guys, do you guys watch Pen 15? That show? Yes, I watch, yeah. I've no. seen so the first a, season. There's this episode where, because they're in junior high, there's an episode where they go over to a kid's house and, and like the, the older cousin rents wild things and they watch it. Huh. <laughs> I do remember, didn't, um, which I can only assume Bob used as his inspiration for um, Dennis Solari. It wasn't, it didn't, um, Bill Murray basically played more or less Dennis Solari in, in that movie. Yeah, well, he was a Wasn't lawyer he? in that one, not an accountant. But he was like a real. Sh- oh oh not, yeah, he was okay, very he was shady. Like super, he was like super shady, right? Yeah, my favorite is he kept the law office, but you know, after the settlement came in, and and just got like nicer uh, yeah. things. So, is it about a case or something? I don't know anything. There, about there's the a false accusation that ends up to a defamation lawsuit and so it's it's a it's a heist like it's it's just the concept of what it is of stealing money from a family to enrich other people and like the twists and turns that come with it is not that bad but it all based off a face rape allegation oh i like how you're trying to sort of justify the film but okay yeah um been a while since i've seen it the fact that there were three yeah. other ones at least i think i think there might have been yeah the there were one. a couple there were a couple sequels weren't there let's see well thing uh wild things outtakes there was a short okay there was a wild things too oh god there's there's more than three there's four uh wild things diamonds diamonds in the rough is the were there any one. of i mean i assume I assume they weren't continuing plot lines, but were there any like n- people of note in the sequels, like uh, any known na- actors? Okay, I'll, I, Wild Things Two is most likely to be the situation, uh, and no, no one of note. Oh wait, 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 wait! Did I see someone there that might have been. There was an actor in there that I was like, crossed by. I think Isaiah Washington made uh, Wild Things too. He was in there. Ha! Huh. Now, what year was that? This was back in two thousand four, and then in two 2000- thousand. So was that was that was that after he had been um, um, exiled from from Gray's? I could not tell you. Like, that was that one. what his was that his what his career had had fallen to after being um, you know kicked out of the Gray's Anatomy universe that he had to make. Um, Wild I assume it's about two? that time because I don't think Grey's Anatomy yeah, would be like, be. yeah, you should be acting in Wild Things uh, 2. And then John Strider was in Wild Things Foursome. John Schneider? Yes. John Schreider or Schneider? Schneider from uh, Dukes of Hazard. From Dukes of Hazard? Dukes yes. of Hazard, John Schneider? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to see. Interesting. But yeah, uh, otherwise, I mean, not really. There were some girls that were like on the up and coming list that I I don't know if you know who Susan Ward is, but I do not. I do not. Shallow Hal. Okay, she was like that girl who did all the the B movie type things. So never mind. Maybe we'll we'll have to we'll have to do a deep dive on what what did you say the fourth one was called? Uh, Diamond in the Rough. 
the fourth one was called Foursome. The third one was called uh, Jesus. Uh, Diamonds in the Rough. That's what they got. They did Diamond Heist in that one. Oh, maybe we'll have to do do a deep dive on do those. Do a film um, review on um, those ones. That should be funny. Was that before or after Matt Dillon did um, There's Something About Mary? Wild Things? Uh, uh-huh. Right around the same time. I don't, I, they're very close. Ooh. I mean, it was towards his like resurgence. Uh, it was the same year. They both came out in 98. So. What a what a year for Matt Dillon. Good, wow. Well, he also had Crash that around that time too. Crash, Crash was a few years later. Was it? Crash won the Oscar in like '04. So he did. Uh, let's see. Beautiful Girls came out in '96. To Die For '95. Then it was uh, In and Out, Wild Things, Something About Mary. And then, yeah, was, Crash came out in he was on a wow. He- okay, that was a while while later. He was on a heater in nineties. Look at all those. Yeah, hit after hit. Yeah, I still I'm still really mad about the whole Crash Oscar thing, but whatever. No, I've never seen it, so I, don't know. Can't I really saw argue it once. Either all way. of the other movies that were nominated were better. Every single one of them. Yeah, I don't even remember what else was nominated. I will look year, it up. I'm sure that's the, I'm sure that's the case. Oh yeah, Brokeback Mountain, Capote, yeah, okay. oh, yeah. Good Good Night, Good Luck, and Munich. Okay. Yeah, I'd say I'd say those were all considerably better. Yeah. All male-driven films, I suppose. But yeah. I mean, what, nobody won. What, what wasn't male-driven for... back in those days? What? What wasn't male-driven? Well, there's 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 some. Yeah, some, but not not frequently. No, I agree. So. Well, well, Crash is an ensemble film, so you can't really. True. Call it that, but you know. And some of the, um, some of that ens- ensemble were terrible like the acting mm-hmm. was just terrible i love him like and I, i'm just, you always you can usually tell it's the writing when it's an, when there's an actor that you know is a good actor and they just out of nowhere are just terrible like you know it's that natalie portman and the uh star wars prequels uh, uh it's, you, they just have nothing to go with but if you go back and watch crash brendan fraser is really terrible in it which makes me think it's just the writing because brendan fraser is a delight and everything else yeah, but, so but Matt I, Dillon won an Oscar. Do you? Oh, or he got nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, yeah. which is interesting. I mean, what a year, right? Um, well, I thought the but the, it won the best, it, it won for best original screenplay. Yeah, I don't know what was going on that year. Lots of uh, lots of dancing by Lionsgate. Lots of uh, paying off. <laughs> yeah, it? I don't know. I, guess. I don't no, I'm know. Just, I'm trying to think. I mean, like... it was a big deal for them. <sighs> That was, yeah, I, I honestly, yeah. I thought yeah, I don't... that was a weird year because I, I, you think that uh, Brokeback Mountain was going to clean, like just win because of the what it was, it represented essentially, which rarely happened in in film, right? So, I don't know. That I, I've also not seen Brokeback Mountain in a very long time, but it makes me think of the, um, you know, on uh, Family Guy how they do the cutaways all the time, right? Uh, there's a Family Guy episode many years ago, but where their cutaway was that it was um, Peter said something like if if um, if it was Brokeback Mountain, but told from the point of view of the horses. Oh. So it was the two the two horses were outside the tent talking to each other, wondering what was going on inside the tent, and then one of them's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go check it out," and then he starts screaming and runs away. I, I've watched that movie. <laughs> uh. 
I don't. Uh, now that we're fifty-eight minutes, fifty-eight minutes in, you want to get into strip clubs? Is that? Um... Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we got a couple more minutes than that. But yeah, that would that would be ideal. I think because uh, how much content do we actually have of strip clubs? Well, we I talked about jumbos a lot. I mean, yeah, jumbos, jumbos is we've already talked about. If that makes it back. Anyone who goes to LA should go to Jumbo's Con Room. Uh, Courtney Love used to dance there. Dakota uh, that's, that's Diablo not a, Cody. That's not a selling. Uh, yeah. used to dance there. The Courtney Love thing was not a selling point well, for okay. me. Who was the second? Who was the second person you Diablo said? Diablo Cody. Dakota. Diablo Cody. I thought you said Dakota, and then I thought you were going to say Dakota Fanning, and I was going to be like, "What?" Yeah. No. 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 Dakota Johnson would be more likely. Yes. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, David Lynch yeah. wrote Twin Peaks there. The original Twin Peaks, not the uh, follow-up recently. So, I don't know. No, that. um, there's, there's like what? There's the Body Shop. There's the, the Seven Fail. There's, um, there's so many. Uh, I mean, even on the West Side, like there's Plan B. There's Crazy Fantasy, Girls. Fantasy Island. Crazy Girls. Yeah. Um, Experiment Rhino. Four. Four play. My favorite. Plan B is my favorite because it's like uh, you had a Plan A, but you just ended up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If well, you my, ever well, end up personal... in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, make sure you go to oh, the Lumberyard. That's a place that people should go. Nice. If you ever end up in um, uh, – find your way over to uh, Sauget, Illinois, right across the river from St. Louis. Highly rec- I don't even know if it's still called that. It might have changed names. But it used to be called the Diamond Cabaret. Went there on my 21st birthday. That's one of only two strip clubs I've ever been to, including the Body Shop Once with you yeah. um, I, that one time. And then I've been to the diamond cabaret like three or four times. I will say my favorite thing ever about the diamond cabaret is that the first Wednesday of every month was amateur night, which if you ever find, get, find yourself with an opportunity to go to a strip club on an amateur, amateur oh, night, geez. I highly, re- highly recommend it. It is <sighs> funny. It How drunk do you have his, to be? Uh, the girls that get on stage or the people watching both, I guess. Uh, I've seen more than one. I, I've seen more than one girl fall off the pole. It's it was it was you know, bless their hearts. Like figured, hearts. figuredly and literally, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. No, there's yes, that. Yes. The, there's the Casa Diablo that my friend mentioned from Portland, the vegan strip club in Portland, and then the Claremont Lounge, Lounge or whatever from Atlanta that Annie always talks about with all the old strippers. And we're talking older, like sixty it, year old. Yeah, it's the it's the stripper retirement community. If you uh, um, and ever, they went, th- what's, what's, uh, I'm trying to think. Sorry, sorry. Continue on. My bad. Oh, I was just gonna say, Claremont Lounge is such a um, a land historic landmark that uh, Anthony Bourdain went there for an episode of. Um, oh shoot! What no was, reservations. What was his part, parts unknown? Uh, no, oh, parts unknown. No reservation. I was trying to remember what the most recent show was. Parts unknown. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's um, there's also Skins, which is in Culver City because it's near my house. Um, I drive by it all the time. I've never been, but um, I know that some of my friends have been because it's it's a local place, and apparently it's nice. So, if you ever make yeah, yourself, yeah, well. if you ever make the Boston, be sure to go to the Glass Slipper as a oh, kind of a. Oh, that's that's some. Oh yeah, go in Vegas, right? Classy. We even talked about Vegas, right? There's school. Like, yeah, was, Vegas was there a scores in Vegas? I think there's I've a been scores in, Vegas. I've been to a lot, but I just don't remember the name. Olympic Gardens. Is... Well, scores, scores is the big one in in New York. New York, right? right? Isn't yeah. that like yeah? So they I want to say that they, they opened up a Vegas version of it, um, but sure I could be do. wrong. No, I think you. Uh, I think you're right. So. And then there's uh, is the, Olympic Gardens. Is there still? Is there still the one in um, in in WeHo? Uh, was it called um, something Spades? Um, Ace. 
Diamond. I don't know. It was a. It was. It was a. It, yeah. It, it was there for a while. I don't know if it's still there. Um. So that was a. I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah. Well, that, but, that um, with that with that stripper knowledge of information that we gave, which is more than I expected. We gave, we gave the, the listeners some some some, some choices around the country if they need some. Yeah. So like the most popular one in LA would probably be the body shop, right? Uh, probably. Not the best, but most. Popular. Yeah, maybe. Just because of where probably it's most well known. Most famous. I guess so. I mean, yeah. There's this. If you ever make it to Sunset Sunset Strip, anyone, this there's about five strip clubs within walking distance of each other, mile-ish apart, I guess. I miss the Tower Records there, but yeah. Uh, Oh, that that was brought back, kinda. The pseudo thing, but uh, well, what are you gonna do? And that with that time and our time being done, yay. We gotta go. Next next week we'll do that deep dive into uh, you know what I'll watch um, Diamond in the Rough you watch Foursome. Okay, sounds good. How about how about we talk about New Year's Eve movies? There's like one. I'm kidding. It's besides Private Sally.